and welcome to Scattered Afterthoughts, episode 37. I'm here with Corbin. That's me. I'm Corbin, here in the house. And also, uh, Joshua. That's, that's me. And uh, Geronimo, I'm Corbin, we're still here in the house. I'm, I'm here. I'm Geronimo. I'm, st- I'm still living that Corin dream. Uh, <laughs> I, I I haven't. <laughs> uh, the last time I I did actually leave my house, my apartment. I, I almost said house, my apartment. Uh, I had to leave uh, on Friday because I was like running out of uh, like shampoo and soap and stuff, and so I was like, "Well, I can't put this off, really." So. You know, and also like I mean, food in general. I don't know. I like um, the thought of like musky Geronimo sludge in all of your crevices. I can't you just have to like, deal with it. You have dude. to just like slosh it around to bathe yourself in it. And my hair is like I I know for you, for you this isn't like you don't care about this, but for me, like my hair getting too long is really annoying me. <laughs> I remember. Um, like, I, I I think it's mainly just I'm not used to it, but. Uh, uh, you'll you'll be just like you long hair animals. now. I mean, it's not long, long. It's just long and enough that it's like you know, like reaching my ears and stuff to the point that I I notice it. So uh, like the Corbin default. Um, yeah, basically. But for me, I'm I'm not used to that. Uh, yeah. So it it, it gets annoying. Yeah, now I remember I think about it, you've always had really short hair. Yeah, I remember one time your hair had grown out like just a little. And you like came back into town from college and I saw you and I was like, are you growing your hair out? And you went, no. (laughs) Or something. (laughs) You just said something like that. (laughs) It was never. I definitely. (laughs) I was like, oh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I don't have anything against. uh, I don't have anything against. Uh, long air or anything josh is like i've never tried it josh is fine with anybody growing their hair out dude i'm I'm really enthusiastic about it yeah it's just it's just a good ass look bro it's majestic disappoint your parents like right (laughs) it's like that you know it's like (laughs) that episode of fairly odd parents where there's that nerdy kid who like the whole episode doesn't have his glasses. And oh, yeah. He picks up his glasses and he's like, I can, I see. can see. I can, can fight. <laughs> he turns it's into so a buff ass dude with long yeah. flowing hair. Like some freaking like Lancelot guy. Yeah. <laughs> I can fight. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Man. Good time, man. Oh, early, man. early parts of that show was so good. Man, I don't remember a lot of it, honestly. I and I've I never pro- really like liked I do it. when I see the memes, but then I'm like, oh shit! No, I, th- I thought the early season, like the first, I mean, I guess like the first season. Looking back now, I thought it was fine. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. It came oh, it on a great. lot, man. It came on like every day for hours. I guess it was really popular because it just kept going. Yeah. But, oh, there's yeah, some good reoccurring know. characters like Doug Demodome and uh Yeah. What did you guys did you guys see that? Was it a TikTok? With the guy who made like the giant like super tall hat when he's basically <laughs> cosplaying Doug Demodome? No. Also a Burger King. <laughs> oh wait, I Maybe I have. I don't. You've remember. seen it. I don't know if it was TikTok or just Twitter or or Instagram or what, but <laughs> look, I'm not. Look, I'm not. I'm not with the kids on this. I don't. I don't have a TikTok. I don't really look at Instagram. I don't really post on Twitter, honestly. Uh, um, I kind of just lurk it. When I see it used for like uh, either like niche like fringe humor absurdist comedy or when i see people use it basically it's just like a medium for sketch comedy kind of like vine 
Um, I think that's kind of fun. The like people just lip syncing. For me, I get this weird sense of like secondhand embarrassment. Um, but oh, we, I try not to talk be like, about the cr- about cringe you know, on this podcast. Or we probably have at some point. Uh, but I'm you, with you on those. Yeah, like like saying uh, that's I cringy? can't. I basically can't. Well, in general, uh, I can't usually handle cringe because my secondhand embarrassment is really sensitive to the point <laughs> that, like, if I see it, like, on television or something or in a movie, like, I'll, like, fast forward through oh, it if I can or I'll leave the room. Yeah, I think <laughs> I'm better about that than I used to be, but I, I can relate to that pretty strongly. There's been like, to the, like I've always been like that, but like to this day, I, I mean, I've got it a bit better, but like I just cannot handle someone just like completely making a fool of themselves on video or something. Um, yeah, man. No, I'm kind of I'm kind of <laughs> like that. Like, there's certain tropes that like really get me for some reason. Like, uh. When when a character like cheats on another character in fiction, sometimes it'll like really fuck me up. Mm. Anyway, like what's a, your happy Geronimo? If, if if a character with long hair gets denied, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's when a character uh, with long hair cuts their hair, Corbin. <laughs> yeah, no, that's much it's more a bad accurate. Haircut. <laughs> actually, that that actually does bother me when it's like them maturing is uh them cutting their hair or like them turning evil mm. their hair is longer now if it's or like the, like the the anime shit of like the like the princess or something cutting off her ponytail or whatever oh yeah um i mean I like, like, i'm a, like this signifies my growth of character i think that's just kind of badass hair. sometimes though it is and that's why it's a trope but you know i mean it's sort of oh, similar uh, I want Corbin to have a ponytail just so he can like cut it off when shit gets real. <laughs> what happened to your ponytail, Corb? <laughs> shit got too real last night. <laughs> now, I try growing my hair out; it just goes out. It's just like it's like a sheepdog uh, type now, of thing. It's not really. Like, a... We've we've been through this before. I had to go through the same thing, but you do you. You look fine, Geronimo. What's your happy? My happy. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, I guess, honestly, well, I'll start actually with my crappy because the crappy, it kind of makes it more sense. Like the crappy is that, uh, like it's getting harder for me to find. I, I sort of already talked about this, but it's getting harder now since the last episode to like find just like open contract work for programming stuff. Uh, mm. cause you know, a lot of the smaller businesses, uh, uh, small to medium businesses, which is what, who I was like targeting or targeting sounds bad, but you know what I mean? Like what, who I, I usually get jobs for. Um, I mean, they're not looking for people <laughs> unless it's like them having to lay off some of their own staff. And so now they're looking for cheaper work, you know, Oh yeah. Uh, uh, which already feels kind of, you know, icky to do in the first place. Um, but in general, also, like, I don't know, I, I am privileged. I mean, in a, I'm in a situation where I can afford to not have to just take whatever work is available. Uh, and so if it's just like, you know, work that is literally just going to be the biggest pain to me, I, I don't necessarily have to, or if the pay is just crap, right? Mm. Um, like, I'll still be, like, I think I mentioned this before, but like, I'm not worried, like, if this went on for you know, a few more months, I'd still be fine. At longer than that, then is when I'd have to be, probably have to be like, okay, well, you know, there's got to be some compromise I got to make, I guess, uh, about Damn. what's going on. But yeah, I hope that, um, uh, I hope you continue to 
Fine work, Yeah, because I mean, I because I've liked the way I've done things so far. Um, it's really worked with me uh, because in general, I, I tend to be not fully, but like I, I tend to be one of those people that when I when I've had jobs before where I have to go into the office and focus on things there, it's mm -hmm. sort of like purposeless to me to even go into the office because I nothing changes for me. Um, mm -hmm. And so being able to work from home uh, it actually helps a lot more because, you know, I mean, you know, you code Corbin. I mean, it's like when I, when I get into the zone of stuff, it's. Yeah, like, you know, that's when I when most of the actual work happens and it's general in general for a lot of uh, of uh, work that takes a long time, uh, usually, you know, over several days or weeks or whatnot. That's how it is, is you can get into the zone and then start, you know, actually producing really quickly. Difference is uh, when I'm at the zone at home, like there's nothing to, to stop me or distract me. You know, no one's no one's asking me questions or you know messaging me on Slack or anything, uh, <laughs> which uh, actually happened to, a lot when I was in the office. When people try to talk to you at work, do you get like really really annoyed, really really peeved? Do you get kind of violent? Do you get on your last note? No, <laughs> violent. You get a little shaky. No, I mean usually in in work environments, I mean I'm. I don't know. I mean, I I am pretty, I guess, passive for the most part, but I'm also sort of a. I don't know. I mean, I tend to I tend towards, you know, like trying to help people and like you know, sort of people pleaser kind of thing. But you know, with the limitation that if it's going to really hurt me and like the stuff I'm responsible for. And obviously, I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, no, sorry." But I like to imagine you getting like Dude. really unhinged, like uh, like no, the I can get stressed and like... <laughs> <laughs> No, I can get stressed at people, but it's the sort of thing that I, you know, I'm never. Yeah, I I tend to act really. <laughs> you act like you're like, disappointed. professionally happy with everyone, you know. Like you, to an, like if they messed up, I'm gonna tell them that they messed up. But I saw on the news that like, Geronimo crushed a woman with the water cooler because she interrupted <laughs> his code session. Oh, dude! Yeah, I try to keep. But yeah, it to myself. I, I, I had that. I had a lot of stuff happen. And it, to be fair, I mean, it was a startup. It was a close knit office, essentially, right? But mm -hmm. you know, it just be the kind of thing where it's like. A couple hours and then you know messages on slack so we need this or we need this and how is this coming along and i'm like oh my god <laughs> let me do the Dude, stuff i have that problem because so. it's just like with not productive shit it's just like one of my co-workers when they're bored they'll just get up and start talking to somebody and it's like it'd be okay if like we're in a bigger office but like Mm. I'm right there, man. I don't want to listen to you talk about your microwave that you just got. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that why when I send uh, you like really funny stuff, you just reply with ha 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 ha? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that shit's funnier than listening to someone talk about a trail hitch they put on their car <laughs> over the weekend. What the fuck? Why would you even talk about that? Dude, I don't know, Is that, man. like, I'm validation working... of purchase? Bro, Chad, just... truck driver versus virgin coder Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this this is just the kind of people, you know, you work with in the industry. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah. Just, like, no, that makes sense. weird no, I definitely social have... skills are weird. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, man. so... But it's well, it's whatever. I try to keep to myself, and I think a lot of people. Have, I mean, I, I'm not like you know. I talk to people when they talk to me and all that. It's just like you know, I I think they know now that I like to just keep very dependent of myself. I don't like to talk just to talk and all that, you know. Because I, ha I have oh, a, no. Sorry, I have a bad time. Yeah, I have a bad time concentrating on stuff. Unlike Geronimo. And so, like, I'm just, 
pretty much my whole day is just me trying to concentrate. Well, to be fair, it's not really a fair comparison when Geronimo just plugs himself into the hard drive and his his physical form shuts down. (laughs) The girl in the cubicle next to him, he like kidnapped her and tried to turn her into uh, an android so they could live on a server together. (laughs) She unplugged herself halfway and was left brain dead. Oh, that and reminds he, me. He oh, hates I'm gonna change for it. I'm gonna change my happy now, actually. So now the crappiest has no link to it. You reminded <laughs> me. Right. I've been watching Standalone Complex. Um, the, the, <laughs> the, the Ghost in the Shell series. I was hoping you were gonna say it's Serial so Experiments Lane. <laughs> that would have also been that. No, I've been watching Standalone Complex. It's so good. Like it's like ah. It's it's mostly episodic. There's a lot of at least season one so far. I'm like twelve. I never finished in. it. I need to come back to it. But it's like well, because I saw that it has it's that one, and then the second season, second gig, and then I, there's at least one movie I know of for it, and then there's a new Netflix like uh, CG yeah. one hmm. that I don't know anything about. Um, but I was like, well, shit, I guess I better, you know, get into it. But here's one issue. Is nowhere is streaming it legally. And when everywhere I looked to buy it, like from Amazon to Vudu and some other places, they only had the English dubs. So I ended up just buying, like, the English dub for season one. And then just torrenting the blu-ray of the subs because i was like this is ridiculous i mean it's fine you know it's english it's look there's nothing wrong with like an english dub uh unless you're me in which case there is (laughs) and not all english dubs but we got an ethical um, consumer here it's just not very ethical just not great well yeah but so far it has been really good i mean um so I'm pretty excited. Yeah, that's, All that's the characters cool. seem pretty I love great. Ghost in the Shell. I will probably never yeah, watch this so uh, CGI series, but you know. Yeah, I don't know if I ever will. Um, I don't know. If I keep watching the rest of this, you know, like rest of uh, standalone complex stuff, then maybe I'll just try it in the end. Yeah, that's fair. But, It'll probably just be for the story as, as opposed to really paying super, you know, close attention to the animation and stuff. I don't know. I, um, I have no idea. I don't know anything about the story for the for the new one either. Facebook just reminded me that I was sent an invitation to like the page Incels Against the Patriarchy. <laughs> what the fuck? Why? I'm really hoping this is like a meme page. How? Hmm. I'm not. I'm. I'm not an incel. That reminds me. I'm not celibate. (laughs) That reminds me of when I was friends with the communist kid in comp one class. He wasn't really an incel or anything. I don't know why. That just kind of reminded me. No, that's fair. Anyway, the the communist kid. The communist kid. He was communist. He, he was a rapper. They called him very kid communist. communist. He was very white. A very, very white guy. And, uh, yeah. He was chill um, with me. Well, Corbin, what's well, anyway. your happy? <laughs> um, uh, let's see. My crappy is probably just like how the quarantine shit is becoming very uh boring and uh it's like for me like i was doing all right you know i've been i'm a very independent person and all that uh it's just like the past week it's just been like damn <laughs> this is this is becoming very 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 boring 
Mm. And so, I mean, I'm privileged to say that it's been boring and not like a, like a low point in my life or anything. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. like I don't, I still have my job and all that, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, and th- that's the thing is, it's just like, there's nothing really going on for me to have a crappy, you know, it's just kind of like, that's pretty much it. It's just like yeah. not doing anything. You really need um, to. I don't know. You need to do something like get involved with the wrong person, you, you know, break your own heart. Yeah. D- do something so you can have like an interesting problem. Maybe like commit some arson or something. That'd be fun. That's a good idea. Like you should um, tell your mom that you're like doing a hard drug, but don't actually do the drug just so you can strain your relationship with her. <laughs> <laughs> just, or maybe tell her you're communist. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that'll work. Go reconnect or, with that with that guy. Or tell her that I didn't one. tell her that I didn't watch like Easter Sunday service a few weeks ago <laughs> on Facebook or whatever. Yeah, Corbin, no. So, oh sorry, mom. I was sleeping <laughs> on Easter. <laughs> Sleeping because I was yeah. still coming down from. Well, what's your happy, buddy? Yeah, my um, happy. Well, I got a, uh, I got a few happies. You know, I, I upgraded some some of my PC, Ooh. and uh, got a SSD. I, I haven't. My computer has you never had, had an SSD. Yeah, oh I never had God. an SSD. Yeah. How so does I it found, feel? It feels like I'm a brand new man, dude. It's like. Uh, everything actually like opens up like less than five minutes <laughs> when you start up like when you when i would start up my computer it would always take like 15 minutes just for everything to like warm up and settle and like mm. you know what i mean and now it's just like boom and like oh yeah yeah honestly having because i have a, a an m2 ssd it's ruined console gaming for me in a lot of ways because <laughs> when room. loading screen, well, cause the loading screens on some like really big games are yeah. like 20, 50 seconds. Right. And I'm like on PC I'm you know, when I'm playing on P on, I mean, obviously like I, again, I'm, you know, I, I have the opportunity to have a super good PC. That's also what I mainly use. Um, to be fair, but still, uh, I have a really good PC, and so for most games, when it, you know, only takes, you know, ten seconds or less, then suddenly twenty seconds is a really long time. Right? right? Yeah. Um, for real. Which is it's weird because I've gone through, you know, having worse PCs, obviously, um, where that wasn't the case, and and you know, it's sort of similar to how when I had. Because I've had, like, really crap internet, too. Um, oh, and it's yeah. strange, like, how quickly your mind sort of changes its its standards. Like, how fast that happens. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. It's, uh... I don't game that much, but I did buy, uh... Oh, yeah, I bought some new RAM, some more RAM, too, and all that. So now I have, like, mm. 20... I have like 20 gigs, so I guess as compared to like some other PCs, you know, some people are like, well, I have 120 million gigs. Yeah. It's like, I have 20. That's that's good. 20 is not bad, I guess. I just have a relatively uh, nice laptop. Oh, I'm sorry. I I interrupted you. No, uh, no. Chalk it up to uh, the bad internet. That makes it okay. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. I got a new monitor, too. I got a big ass monitor. Ooh. Oh, that's nice. Or not like yeah. a big app, but you know, like it was, it's like 1920 by 1080, like oh, it's a, yeah. 16, wait, no, what are the dimensions? I forgot. It's like, you know, it's like, it was bigger than my last monitor. So I'm like, hell yeah, this is crazy. So yeah, that's dope. And then I bought Sekiro and I'm like, dude, this is, ah, I'm living the dream. I'm a PC gamer again. That's so good. Are you yeah. playing? I assume you're using a like a gamepad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I have a little Xbox controller. And okay. w- what is disappointing though is after all these upgrades, like Sekiro runs runs fine, it's playable, but like I'm I notice like all the 
frame drops and stuff like well way more um and like i that's that's the thing you were saying like kind of how your mind gets used to stuff because i remember i was playing league of legends at like 12 fps back in like high school and now like playing sekiro at like 30 like at the lowest or something is like ew how am i able to dodge well a lot of that (laughs) just comes down to like optimization right uh yeah I mean, Sekiro is a pretty optimized game. Um, oh. It's just yeah. that some of its settings, and because relative to a lot of other Souls games, it actually, what it's rendering is pretty big. Um, uh, oh. Yeah. But, you know, it's fine. I mean, it, I have it on the graphics. No, I mean, it's a very it's a very intensive game as far as most of the games they've... they've uh, made or concerned um i don't know usually if i have that issue with games or when i've had it in the past it's like shadows are tend to be what kills it a lot so you might want to try to mess with those if you can but okay yeah i you know i probably my graphics card is also like six years old or whatever yeah i it's but at the end of the day i mean as long as it's playable that's the main thing um, yeah it's playable yeah it's it's fun Josh, um, what are your uh, my happiest happy and bappies is that we're finally close to re- releasing this goddamn album that I talk about every fucking episode. Uh, we're finally almost there. Every time it's like mm-hmm. we're about to do it, but now we're closer. Um, except I don't think the other mm-hmm. band has all their vocals recorded yet, <laughs> but uh. We're, we're, we're close we're close the and, other band yeah because it's a split um, oh, okay and then i'm close to uh working on uh, or i'm about to be uh working on another project of mine uh that uh i've been wanting to do for a long time and then uh also, it's just going to be nice to actually get to work on new shit with Corbin. Uh, my crappy would be, Jesus Christ, people are already trying to reopen restaurants and the, the infection rates aren't going down. The death rates aren't going down. It's it's terrible. These old people are fucking stupid. Like, I don't I don't have sympathy anymore. F- fine, go, go, go out there and die. Like... Jesus Christ. Um, Stop asking me when Chili's is going to reopen. Do you value being alive? Why? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I remember the last time I went to Chili's. Well, you know, Chili's is where I say I work at. Um, I actually haven't been (laughs) asked by many people. When Chili's is opening, or you know, because of this podcast, switching from curbside, <laughs> uh, but um, but like people will just come in the restaurant and like walk around. It's like, no, you don't understand. Like, curbside, curbside, some people are nice, it's okay, I understand, but like, you shouldn't be walking around this fucking shopping center. People are still dying. It's a serious thing. <laughs> That's hilarious. The, the, yeah, knowing where you work. Yes, the, the deaths. Big, how do you big like, shopping The deaths in America <laughs> from COVID nineteen have now surpassed the deaths of Americans from the Vietnam War. Oh, for real? I didn't know. Yes, that. that's crazy. Well, let me look it up really quickly just to verify. Uh. Someone for like visual reference showed a a really occupied football stadium, and I was like, "Wow, that's pretty big." And it was the number of like people that died. That was like their occupancy or something. I don't know. Vietnam deaths, America, COVID nineteen. Here, let's see what comes up. Co- uh, yep. Okay. Yeah. Multiple sources. U.S. coronavirus deaths surpass fatalities in the Vietnam War. 
now American <laughs> fatalities, you know, wow. it's not counting all the farmers and shit that America killed for no good reason uh, in Vietnam. This country is a fucking joke. Um, all right. Anyway, what was our, uh, what, what topic are we getting to? Oh God. Uh, let's talk about Vietnam. <laughs> oh God. I want to talk about Vietnam some more and how there's all those cool explosions. <laughs> Actually, uh, the next topic is okay. I'm done. I'm done. Corbin is like tower of God. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, guys. So there's this new show called Tower of God, and it takes place in Vietnam in 1963. Huh. And no, I'm just joking. Um, nah, this anime, this new anime, Tower of God. I think I. I I've I only watched two episodes. I'm really not the best at like. I'm not the best person to be, to represent the show. You know. Oh. Um. But I heard about it. It's like a it's like a Korean web comic, like manga. What's it called? Manhwa. Manhwa. Manhwa yeah. yeah. And it's on a webtoons that website. That's, that that's cool. Yeah. Seems to be popping off, and uh, it's like one of the few like Korean animes or like animes that have adapted Manhwa, a Korean yeah, adaptation. Yeah. So. so People are saying this is like a big deal because that means that there's gonna might be more anime involved, like from uh, different countries and shit, like in the future that are gonna get adapted to like Japanese studios and all that. So uh, it's pretty cool. And there's like other animes that are coming out, um, and this like from webtoons. There's one called like God of High School, I think, and uh, mm. there's like another one. Blood, it's starring blood Onision. Something. Bloodburst. Yeah, man. Um, but anyway, this this one, you know, it doesn't really feel like it's so far, it doesn't feel that like the art style is cool. Like it's a little bit unique. Like the the lines, like everything's like really uh colorful and like the lines are oh yeah, the characters and all that right now. are like they're not like yeah, they're not perfect. They're like kind of rough a little bit, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, it lines it lines up a lot with the the actual art from the manhwa, from what I understand, and a lot of just the typical webtoon art. Because I I haven't seen this anime, uh, but I have been reading a lot of stuff from webtoons for for a while now. Um, I'm surprised that it took this long to get an anime adaptation of one of them. Honestly, because mm-hmm. they've even for with other things like webtoons has been having official English translations for like a long time. Like they've actually uh, put yeah. effort into translating it themselves. And of course, like because it's it's a monquad, like it's all in color, right? It's all webcomic, essentially. It's all digital uh colored art that comes out from there mm-hmm. uh, and it's meant to be read on like a cell phone so it's all like a like long strip format uh sort of stuff um i'm surprised it took this long but i think it is definitely it's a uh, co-production i believe between webtoons and crunchyroll and they i don't know if there's telecom animation film is listed as a studio working on it um hmm which has made i mean they've made quite a few other things according to mal they made orange which is like a romance drama thing that got sort of popular um a loop in the third movie apparently the cgi i don't know i probably not sorry i i kind of spaced out i feel like i've seen a clip from like a i feel like i've seen a clip from a loop in the third movie that looked the animation looked really dope definitely don't have too much to their name uh just in raw terms of raw numbers um yeah i mean it's it looks good i was gonna say like it's so far, besides the art style, like, I mean, I'm, I'm only two episodes in, but, like, the story and all that, like, the way characters, like, the stereotypes and all that aren't really, like, that much different from, like, a regular anime or anything. And, uh, of course, all the characters look like, you know, there's not, like, a mm-hmm. their eyes and their faces and whatever are, like, you know, the typical kind of, like, anime style. 
but um yeah it's it's pretty good like um i think it's the season's gonna only be like 13 episodes and uh there's like five out right now as we're recording and uh yeah i can't wait to watch some more i i've been kind of hooked and i only got to watch like two yesterday or whatever that's when I started, and then uh, your mom told you that yeah, that was all of your computer time for the day. Yeah, yeah I understand. I got grounded actually because <laughs> it spent way too long. You're not supposed to be recording this right now. Um, Geronimo, are you playing no. Final Fantasy? Are you playing Final Fantasy VII? It's really good, right? I like it. I love Final Fantasy VII. It is really good. I like this. Remake. I beat it. Oh, yeah, I haven't beaten it yet. Uh, my sister has been like watching me. How play far it. are you? Um, about to get into Shinra Tower. Okay. So I'm pretty close. Okay, okay. Um and yeah. I skipped all of those final quests because I got impatient, like the side quests. Am I fucked? I understand. <laughs> no. Okay. Um not really. I I from what I understand so far, um it is basically quest rewards and XP that you're getting. I mean I need XP. That's it. I die a lot. Yeah, it's I'm not going to say it's difficult, but it's more challenging than you'd expect. I died a lot until I just started basically switching characters with every like animation combo I started. Oh, that's that's interesting. That sounds kind of busy, but I like it. Yeah, it is. But like what the, the general consensus from what I from what. I've experienced and then seen on Reddit after the, you know, I beat the game. Um, is that the AI, maybe purposely, maybe not, is, I mean, it's really fucking dumb. And they will not build their ATV gauges properly if you don't do it for them. Are you talking about like your own party members? So, yeah. Like, okay. Your party, basically, if you're not actively controlling their stuff, they're not going to be using, like, they're not going to be building up their ATB, or they're going to waste their ATB, or they're, you know, like, only you can tell them to, like, use their, you know, their their triangle, like, special move. So, like, if you're not doing it, then it's just not going to happen. Um, okay. You know, Tifa's never going to double power up her attack moves herself oh yeah no that's definitely true um yeah i heard that game sucks because of video game donkey <laughs> i didn't even watch that video i know people were, were mad about I it i didn't I, it's like i don't care well because i know that that donkey doesn't like jrpgs he i get why he so i, I get that like it's gonna get him views because it's like the new popular game but like what why is he even playing them if I don't know, I mean, um, I don't know. I didn't see it. Maybe it's still funny. Would you? But agree? I I just knew ahead of time that he doesn't like JRPG. Would you agree with me that like the I don't want to say exploration, but like the the movement, you know, going through areas when you're not in combat is I don't want to say janky or like dysfunctional, but I don't like how it'll like force you to walk slowly. You know, so a story event. Oh, I hate that. When you're like walking through like going up a ladder or going through like, I don't understand. I think I made it through like four chapters before I was like, why do I have, why are there narrow passages in this game? Yeah. Because it feels like it's so, it's so gorgeous, but it's a lot of it feels on rails. Yeah. The game isn't bad because of it. I think it's fantastic, but like, I, I don't care for that aspect and I hate to like no, be it stereotypical, just feels like it just... but uh, I I uh, I wish the movement with uh, like Overworld and whatnot was more like uh, Cough Xenoblade Chronicles. Cough. Um, I definitely de- really most of the movement in the in the world I didn't mind. It was literally just the sort of force slowdown and stuff yeah. that I really hated okay yeah um, i mean i'm yeah other than that it was just the side quest that the side quest did not feel good but in any sense of the word to me did you do the one where you fight the tonberry 
with the knife. The Tonberry? You know, he's like green. He looks like a Jawa, kind of, but with a, his hood down. He's in a cloak. Oh. And the gangsters are like, y'all yeah, are in yeah, for a yeah, world yeah. of hurt now. <laughs> that, like, one second clip, just looping of, uh, like, it walking towards you slowly with the knife is, is fucking gold. Um, also, I can't... I, I didn't hate any of the, like mini game sort of stuff that's put into it. Oh yeah, it was it was mostly, but mostly pretty I fun. can't say that I like some of them were really I don't know. I didn't think were like super great. Um, <laughs> um there were some, some of them that were others. neat or interesting. And then some of it was just um, like because it breaks up the pace, you know, but it's not really that great on its own. Or just shock value, like yeah. the dance scene. Um I gotta say, yeah, I the dance thing that was like uh, hate Wedge. I think the script for this game is amazing. The banter between the characters is so nice. It's like I'll have something I could complain about with the game, but then there will be a really nice exchange, uh, usually involving Barrett, and I'm like, oh, oh, that that was really cute. I love this game, but I fucking hate Wedge. It's it's <laughs> it's like the characters are are great except wedge i don't know why people are still falling on the incompetent like fat guy stereotype for characters but for some reason they still are and that's wedge in this game and i fucking yeah, hate ba- that is basically his whole character and uh. where i'm at in the game uh i know like other stuff might happen but like you know because in the original uh all the members of or, you know, Jesse, Biggs, and Wedge, they all die uh, on that tower. Uh, whereas in this one, yeah. so far at least, it's like, presumably uh, Biggs and Jesse die, but Wedge lives. When the cutscene makes you think that Wedge dies, like you see the plate fall on him, uh, and I had that cool uh, Kate Sif cameo, I was so fucking happy. Literally, my sister and I were cheering because Wedge died. <laughs> Because we hate him that much. <laughs> and then he's alive. And I, I was so fucking mad. I, I fucking hate him. And I'm watching Breaking Bad right now for the first time. And fucking Badger, that character Badger, the actor for him, he voices Wedge. Oh my fucking god. Oh, I, really? I, I can't get away. I can't get away. How did, what, did, what, did you, what did you think about the voices in general, though? Oh, they're great. Uh, Barrett is kind of hammy, but he's supposed to be. It's a little... Hmm. I don't... Uh, The Barrett voice, it kind of feels like very much like stereotype, you know? Maybe it's supposed to be. It's not bad uh, at all. Like, now that I'm used to it, it's like, I think it's great for the character. It was just at first, I was like, "Oh, oh, I don't know. Um... Uh, the uh, Taika Waititi, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his last name. He's directing a Star Wars movie. That's cool. That'll be good. Uh, he's great. I like him. Yeah. I mean, if he like devotes his attention to it, then yeah. <laughs> um, what we do in the shadows is terrific. Well, I'm just saying he's like, he's made like a ton of fuck. Like there was a point in time where he worked on so many movies. Oh, uh, um, I didn't like, see uh, Jojo Presumably, Rabbit. like, at once. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Uh, Thor Ragnarok was easily the best Thor movie. But that's not saying oh, much. Oh, yeah. Um, no, it isn't. But it was... It it, it had a, a sort of Guardians of the Galaxy feel, which yeah. I'm all up for. Um, definitely, I mean, all the critique of, like, superhero movies and whatnot, and just Marvel, like, dominating that aspect of the industry that's entirely valid but i think uh guardians of the galaxy has kind of a those two movies have like a special quality about them so um oh yeah i I'm like, all for i think those are tone. the only i think only the guardians of the galaxy movies are the only marvel movies i've actually rewatched really okay um, 
yeah the other ones like once i know what happens i'm like okay well whatever yeah that's fair Uh, like i know what's gonna happen and sort of stuff like some of the fight scenes are cool yeah but like that's more scenes i I still you know as opposed to rewatching the full movie i genuinely like them but like (sighs) fucking disney um i like the last two avengers movies those are yeah, rewatchable oh, yeah. to me. Um, Endgame was fun. That was a lot of fun. Uh, what's the next topic? Um, what is this next topic? What do you mean? This just says Krevin the space ape shot up a mall. <laughs> oh yeah. I just thought we should like acknowledge it on the show. Is that Harambe's cousin? No, he's from space. You know, Krevin, the, the space ape. Have you not heard of him before? Did Krevin come back to Earth? Yeah, and he shot up a mall. On Harambe? I don't think it's connected okay. to Harambe, but he did shoot up a mall. It's kind of fucked up. I don't really think it's like in this real life to be like making like old meme references about it. Honestly, like real people died. Oh, I just thought we should, you know, kind of pay our respects. What? The space ape. Man, I think I would find this funnier if I knew what, who even is this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who Krevin the ape, space ape is. You haven't heard of Krevin the space ape? No. He's kind of infamous. He's a space ape. He shot up them all. <laughs> Yo, speaking of space stuff, the UFO stuff. <laughs> right? Yeah. That the, pen, that the Pentagon what released. The unclassified. Thank, thank yeah, God man. for Blink-182. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Tom DeLounge actually like pressured. I don't even know how he got them to like release it, but it was he took the credit for telling them to or something. Wasn't it stuff know. though that was like already leaked anyway? Yeah, it was leaked, and then the Pentagon was like, "Yeah, no, this is legit footage. Like this is ours." So they released it like to confirm that it was real. But did you see that footage of the tracking on that one, like the? On the, I guess it was like yeah, jet. yeah. Where they're tracking. like, it was so good. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, that took some skill. Do you think any of those videos might have been of uh, Krevin the space ape? Probably, man. They could have been. I guess I don't know. See, what, it's funny what how a space ape pilot. It's it's so funny how no one like. I mean, everybody reacted to it like for a day or two. <laughs> no one. Well, yeah. I barely saw no anyone react to about it. it. Uh, being in yeah. the middle of a so goddamn so pandemic. much stuff going on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like you didn't even know about it's the like fact the UFOs that UFOs can wait. <laughs> Deadly Premonition Two. Did either of you play Deadly Premonition? Uh. No, Me but neither. I, I, I watched a playthrough. Yeah, um, I the Switch port I just bought the other day because it was on sale. So I'll play through that and play the sequel. I know the full story, so I know it's fucking bananas. I, I know it's like <laughs> heavily inspired by Twin Peaks, so I'm all for that. Yeah. Uh, I heard you played Trials of Mana. Did you like it? Did you is beat this... it? I heard you fucked your girl. Is it is, true? Wait, hold on. Is the... Is the Switch version of Deadly Premonition the director's cut? Oh, shit. Or is it... Let me check. I may have been bamboozled. It just says Deadly Premonition <laughs> Origins. I'm looking this up. Deadly Premonitions Switch director's cut. That's what I'm typing in, okay? Um... All right, on GameFacts.com, Director's Cut or Original Version. Um, That's someone's question. It has a rating of 70%. I don't know why. Uh, 
Oh no. It's a new version. It seems to be missing the extra cutscenes, but the gameplay is more like the director's cut. What the fuck? What? It's a new version? So it's Wait, like what? the gameplay is adjusted, but it's missing some of the new cutscenes. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Is that to make it fit better with the next one, I wonder? Someone speculated about that, but then said that the new one is a prequel? Is it? I don't... I don't. What? I'm looking it up. It's a prequel? I, I'm, hey, hold on. It's okay. Calm down. I'm typing in Deadly Premonitions 2 prequel. Uh, look, I'm working on it, okay? Hold on. <laughs> oh my god. Trauma, trauma don't overload. <laughs> Calm down. Trials of Man is pretty good. Calm down. Oh my, oh my fucking... It's not a bad game. Geronimo, calm down. Calm down. Trials of Mana looked kind of cool. Yeah, no, it It's honestly, cool. though, I like not a JRPG that I was... That I... It is very much like Trials of Mana, the original. It is... You mean Secret uh, of Mana? Or, oh, have you actually played the original Trials of Mana? Because that only has, like, a fan translation. Unless it got recently... Oh yeah, it was in that collection. No, I watched some play it. Okay, but it was. Oh, did you find something? Uh, Deadly Premonition Two: A Blessing in Disguise is both a prequel and sequel to the original game. Developer Toybox that and very Ra- Deadly Premonition. Rising Star Games will release the long-awaited game on July 10th. Uh, that doesn't give July me 10. enough info. So it's a prequel sequel. Uh, it's a sequel reboot. Hold on. Um, a Blessing in Disguise is set in present-day Boston. Players will go back in time in the storyline to Lick Kare and uncover the mysteries buried within the town. Serving as both a sequel and prequel to the original Deadly Premonition, players will follow FBI agents Davis and Jones in their search for a vicious serial killer responsible for the Lick Serial murders. Le Carre? Uh, maybe. Via memories of a former FBI agent, players will go back in time to the word again, Louisiana, and step into the role of Special Agent Francis York Morgan to resolve the mystery. Moreover, the game will be an open-ended adventure. Players can travel around the town, yada yada. Uh, okay. Uh, does that... Geronimo, does that help you? Can you explain? Uh, it sounds just as batshit crazy as the original game. So it's a reboot. I don't know. No, it's not a reboot. I don't think so. No, I think it definitely is new stuff. Uh, it's a sequel reboot. A C-boot. <laughs> okay, hold on. Here's another article that it, it seems to give a little more detail if... You haven't played the original, you know, like me. Though I'm a little upset that I'm not getting these new cutscenes. My Switch version. Um, Guess we have to YouTube them. Yeah. Pause um, the game and go on YouTube and watch where you were supposed to watch it. Although the story of Deadly Premonition 2 is set nine years after the original game, the sequel actually takes on the form of a pre-sequel as players will jump into the memories of 2005 as told by the protagonists to to relive the incident five years before the Greenville incident of the previous game. Uh, So I'm assuming something happens at the end of the first game that means you would not be playing as the main character uh, in the next game chronologically after... So it's like the Clone Wars. What? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> it's this. It's that weird in between the 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 things. Like you got well, episode prequel, one, two, but three, like... and then you got Clone Wars, and then you got four, five, six. Oh, I, right? I actually, that's okay. That's fair. I see what you're saying. Um. 
Yeah, y'all thought I was just joshing around, huh? Well, Corbin <laughs> dropped some knowledge on y'all's asses. Uh, I'm sorry I doubted you. That's okay. Actually, Clone Wars might be like... I don't know. I could be wrong, because I, re- I just remember now that like the show, The Clone Wars has Anakin in it, who's not Darth Vader or anything, so maybe it's in what? between two and three. I don't know. What are you talking about? Is, it, is Anakin in... Is Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars show, like the yeah. CGI Cartoon Network show? Yeah. I'm actually... Yeah. I'm watching this okay. last season that just came out on Disney+. Plus. It's, uh, it's good. Oh, okay. Um, so, like, what... So, does it take place between Episode 2 and 3? Like, that whole... Clone Wars like, uh, show? Y- yes, actually. Except the last few episodes oh, okay. of episode three take, I mean, of the Clone Wars take place during the same time as episode three. And they kind of connect to it, which is cool. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Um, so I was wrong about that. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm tired. Geronimo, you beat Persona <laughs> I was 5 saying. Royal. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, In this episode, the gang bullies. Corbin. Really, though, if you already own, if you already own Persona Five, I mean, think real hard of if you're a really big fan of the game if, uh, before you think about buying it again full price. Um, if you don't own Persona Five, this is the version to get. I mean, it's really good. Um, add some story content to the game, and probably not as much as some people might have been hoping for, but. Um, what if I other than that it also own go ahead uh what if I own persona 5 but have barely made a dent in it um it's royal is the better version to play I think okay uh, but obviously that it's full price game again so yeah I guess that's like the decision to make um but they don't it's not just added story similar to like uh some of the other sort of second for like re like sort of re i don't know what to call it fes I mean, and golden ducks like like yeah like golden uh uh like they changed some of the they added some mechanics uh they did some rebalancing um so the combat's a little bit different throughout the game. Uh, in general, uh, a lot of the fusions are different. Some of the confidant levels and stuff, like they've messed a bit with some of like what perks you get at which level of confidant rankings uh, and things like this. Um, there's a new game plus mode in Royal um, where... I mean, you get to keep some stuff. But I mean, like New Game Plus, like you expect. Um, that uh, there's also more difficulties. There's a there's a merciless difficulty, which actually, because in in Persona Five, I think even in the first version, normal is like the standard, right? Um, then hard you deal less damage, enemies deal more damage, you learn, you earn less XP uh, and less gold. In Merciless, you actually earn more XP and gold than on normal, uh, but you do even less damage than on hard, and enemies do even more damage than on hard, but weaknesses, so if you if you get hit, if your party gets hit, uh, and it exploits a weakness, or the other way around, it just flat out does triple damage. Um, so merciless for me worked a lot better because I already put, I already beat the game once, so I sort of like was already used to uh, the 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 combat system. Um, you know, without they added some stuff to it, but nothing super game changing about the combat. So. Uh, but like, if you already sort of know how to exploit the weaknesses and things like this, uh, it's actually surprisingly easy, and you get a ton of money if you play on Merciless without really trying. And if you grind in a dungeon, you get more money than you know what to do with. 
so it kind of breaks the game in a sense, <laughs> but um, it's pretty fun. New confidants, I mean. Um, Who did you uh, good. romance? Makoto. You probably did that the first time too. Nope. <gasps> uh, who'd you go for the first time? Anne. She was the easiest to level <laughs> up really fast. So. Um, but honestly, there's too many people to romance in the game. So. I mean, you could theoretically do them all. You That's know? true. It would be wrong. Good luck with that. It would be unethical. It would be wrong. <laughs> it would be unethical. <laughs> Dude, that's uh, funny. Ethics don't exist. Do oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Anarchy. I gotta smoke weed with this guy. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right, Corbin. <laughs> I'm a Republican now. I love using my dad's money to go to France. Wait, you were... It's not France. I, I know it wasn't France. We're talking about the same person, right? Yeah, dude, but yeah. I I like to think now that just based on what uh, Geronimo said about his first Persona 5 playthrough, that when he eventually settles down from dick slinging and has like a wife and kids, uh, he'll eventually say to his wife like a couple decades into their marriage, something like, yeah, you were just the easiest one to get close to. <laughs> Oh, look, man! I didn't know the social links and dates and stuff. <laughs> the first playthrough wasn't it just like two or three episodes ago? I was talking about like you having a bunch of uh, children that you'll never meet. Yeah, it was. And then in this episode, we talked about Krevin the space ape. Just because I wanted to see how you two yeah. would like react to that being in the in the topic list, <laughs> <laughs> and you never noticed it until like we actually got there. Yeah, not until it was like there, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> uh. All right. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's like. I guess we're running out of time. Uh, <laughs> actually, there's still one more thing we gotta talk about. Oh, yeah. Oh, the addendum. Yeah, I didn't read the second part. <laughs> Corbin. Well, Corbin? Um, so, my virginity <laughs> is getting delayed. <laughs> and, like uh, The Last of Us 2. It's Kind of, kind of unfortunate. Kind of good. Um, so yeah, because of the quarantine, like I can't reverse <laughs> like Why is intercourse with anybody. <laughs> yeah, your mom's gonna be like, really happy about it, though. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, I'm doing it for my fam, you know, because they're very religious. So I don't want, you know. Sometimes, <laughs> but um. <laughs> But yeah, no, it, it involves like getting like a little micro time machine and, <laughs> and all that, and and there's not any of those around right now. So yeah, my my virginity is getting delayed. Virgin and, Corbin uh, doesn't make beats anymore. <laughs> I lost it. I'm trying to find it again. It's crazy, man. You, there should be a whole show. Like, you make lo-fi bedroom pop now. Me going on my adventure under the name Camel Case J. <laughs> does that <laughs> does that assume that that got me laid? <laughs> I mean, that so funny. Oh my god! I mean, Yo, this beat's about to get me laid. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> and I'm just like tapping shit. I'm like, dude, this is gonna get me laid. Mm. Get off me, bitch! I need to adjust the sampler pad. <laughs> I need to adjust the compression and the EQ. <laughs> All right, let's put a filter on it. <laughs> That's funny because it sounds like 
really nerdy. <laughs> Dude, I don't talk to <laughs> random people. Like, I don't like talking to like a new person about the shit I do. I don't. I hate. It feels so nerdy. I'm just like. That's fair. That's fair. And plus, oh, yeah. it's just like people. People automatically assume like the type of thing you make, you know, and they're just like, "Oh, this, wow." Because you know, like those people who are like, "Yeah, I make beats," and it's like they show you stuff, and it's like they just started making beats. So yeah, all it's like just ass. like, <laughs> <laughs> "Wow, son." <laughs> yeah, and you're like, "Wow, that was good." Yeah, so it's like, you know, I mean, we live in a state where there's not like a whole lot of like artists just walking around yeah, doing that I, shit. It's not like LA or something. So it's like, yeah, that you just have that in your head where it's like, if someone says they do that, you're just like, Oh, cool. Wow. I showed, uh, <laughs> I, I actually, I showed one of my coworkers, one of our songs, uh, yesterday and his eyes got really, yeah. it's the one with the blast beat and his eyes got really yeah. wide. And he went, Oh, Josh, he he letting the demon out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, yeah, my Virginia's getting delayed. All right, guys. Well, I think that wraps things up for now. I'm going to do the outro instead of Geronimo. So thank you guys for listening to Scatter Afterthoughts Podcast. My name's Corbin. (laughs) Uh, We just did an episode with Geronimo and Josh today on the podcast on the scattered afterthoughts podcast like and subscribe go to our youtube channel scattered afterthoughts no please videos from 2015 (laughs) i've actually been thinking about repurposing the youtube for uh video essays oh dude i could do live beats on 